Hey, everybody. Welcome to the You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo. That's me. I'm Father John. I am the executive director at Acts 29, where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here, as always, with my sister in the Lord, partner in mission, Mary Guilfoyle. How are you? I'm good, Father John. And you? Oh, better every day. Thank you. The steroids are done. People just can't tell you. They are. I was going to say, I can't tell you. <laughs> no, it's great to see you feeling better. And it's oh. always fun to have these conversations. I yeah, it. it is. And, you know, we talk about how uh, this podcast is really devoted to talking about transformation. And that is exactly the topic today, isn't it? I mean, yeah. the heart of it all, right? Yeah, so what's our topic? It is. This is the genesis of everything. So our topic for today is I can't, you can, please do. All right. I How about it. that? Can't wait. Let's okay, go. Father John, right, let's, let's pray. pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, gracious Father, we just uh, come before you right now in Jesus' name, thanking you for the gift of life and for blessing and for hope and faith and friendship, for family, for creating us for this moment. Father, we thank you in a special way today right now for who you are and who we are to you, which is so far beyond our ability to understand. So Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would bless and guide our conversation now, that it would truly bring hope, comfort, inspiration, transformation to us and to all those who are joining us now. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Padre, what's on your mind? Yeah, you know, so I had a chance uh, not too long ago. I was in a conversation with somebody who, you know, I could call every man, if mm -hmm. you will. You know, like at, at the heart of the matter or at the end of the day, most of us struggle with the same things, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, like St. Ignatius, the founder of the Jesuits, he, he would often say that, God in our lives doesn't so much teach us sequentially. In other words, we don't go from like point A and then, okay, I think I've got that. Now let's move on, go to point B. Yeah, it's and then not go linear. Point C. Yeah, it's not linearly. He, he, he usually finds one area in our life and he just keeps going down deeper and deeper and deeper. So it's like successive layers, you know. And my own personal experience uh, of how he's done that with me and my experience as a priest of walking with people and what he's trying to do in most people, it usually centers on identity. Like at the end of the day, most people, they don't really know who they are. Um, and so we try to create identities, you know, it could be from going to the gym. It could be from uh, achieving accomplishments. It could be from the car we drive. It could be from the house that we build. I mean, the number of letters behind your name, your career. Yeah, right? all, all those things, that. right? So we're, we're all longing really to know who we are. It's interesting too. I mean, I'm just thinking of this. We love stories where we find out like the deepest identities about people, their origins, you know, like how did they become who they were? And we're fascinated by those kinds mm -hmm. of things. I think whether it's in movies or books, because that's really our own experience too. Like, wouldn't it be great to know who I really, really am. am, right? So anyway, I'm in this conversation with somebody and, uh, you know, boatload of accomplishments. The guy's just really successful and a tremendous man. He's really loaded with gifts, but he doesn't know who he is, which again is all of us in one way. And so as we were talking, I just, uh, I felt like the Lord led me to Romans 8. 
So Romans 8, 15, where Paul says, you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. You have received the spirit of sonship. And when we cry, Abba, it is the spirit himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So I, I just shared that with him and I said, you know, my impression right now as I'm talking to you is the Lord, he just wants you to know this is true. Like these aren't just words on a page. Like he wants you to know right now that he is your father, that you are his beloved son, that he looks at you and he says, I am well pleased with you right now. And the guy started to cry. And he said, how do I do that? Okay, so there's the operative word. How do I do that? Because we like to think that we're masters of our own ship. And if all we have to do is like roll up our sleeves and try harder. And the real question I think is, how do I come to know that? And there's there's a there's a number of reasons why both men and women why we don't know that right and that's because of uh, identity goes back often uh, you were just talking about you know that spirit of adoption right so oftentimes we go back to like the times of our youth as children and it's it's you know um you know whether it's a father wound or a mother wound or whatever it might be and I know we don't have time to go there but we should have, um, we, we should understand in that conversation, there's a lot of reasons why Oh yeah, uh, we there's, don't know there's that. so many. And so let me just pause real quick too, because I don't want to fly through what we just said. His comment was, how do I do, do that? And maybe this will resonate with people or not, but upon reflection, I would think many of us would recognize this. My experience, both personally, if I'm really candid, um, with my own life, but also with work, walking with people in their relationships with the Lord. Most of us are trying to do all of this mm-hmm. on our own. Like we, we don't, even though we've heard it over and over and over again in one way or another that God is the one who does this, we're still the ones more often than not trying to fix ourselves. Like if I could just teach me the magic formula. Right. You know, what are the right words to say in the right order? What's the right method? What do I need to do? What's to the right sure devotion? I can get that done. That I can fix myself. Right. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. why, that's really why this is such an incredibly hopeful episode, I hope, for people. Because um, you don't have to do anything, actually. You, in fact, wait, there is something you have to do. But you can't do this. It's not possible for you to do that. You can't convince yourself of who God is and who you are to him, and you don't need to. That's God's job. That's right. That's his desire, right? That's what he loves to do. You know, that's that great passage that we had not too long ago in uh, daily mass from the Gospel of Luke where, you know, Jesus is making an analogy between um, human fathers and and his own father, our father, right, who's adopted us. And he says, uh, you know, so if you who are wicked, and we are, (laughs) some of us just more so than others, um, but if you who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, then how much more, not simply will your father give you gifts, but will your heavenly father give you the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? 
which is what happens in baptism, right? right. That, Paul says that uh, the Holy Spirit has been poured the love out. of God, yeah. Has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. I mean, um, that, that, that's the reality of, of the Christian life, the access that we have to the Holy Spirit at baptism, the fullness of the Spirit in confirmation. But sometimes I forget. I think sometimes, did you hear that? I forget, which is true. Mm. I forget, we forget that the Spirit of the living God is within us, but I don't know that we call upon him as often as we do. Yeah, I don't think, I think it's safe to say, uh, by and large, yeah. there's been a resurgence yeah. in uh, interest in the Holy Spirit in the Catholic Church over the last couple of decades, which has been great. But most of us, um, the, the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. still pretty uh, unrelatable for most people, right? We have an mm-hmm. image of God the Father. It's very easy to picture Jesus. Yes. For most people, it's like, how do I have a relationship with a dove? You know, because that's the image. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's not a dove, to be clear. But that's the image that they see, or a tongue of fire, you know, or right. all the different mm-hmm. ways that the Spirit is described in Scripture. But um, the Holy Spirit lives in you, like right now. Like Father Francis Martin, who was one of my mentors, used to say, the Spirit is in you the way heat is in hot water, which is everywhere. So right now, the Spirit of God, the Spirit that hovered over, you know, the formless void that was creation at the beginning and, you know, through whom God breathed life into everything, that's the Spirit that lives in you, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that's the spirit who lives in you right now, the one who loves to cry out from inside of you, Abba. And what is, so So when we were, we've spoken about this before, you know, the Holy Spirit is the paraclete, and the paraclete is described as the one who answers the cry. Mm. So the beautiful thing is like the one who dwells in us, the power and the love, the presence of God lives in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, and he already knows the cry. He wants to answer the cry. What do you think the deepest cry is? Oh, gosh, I want to be known and loved. I want to know who I am, to whom I belong, and I want to know my eternal destiny. And I want to know that I matter and that there's a purpose and a plan for my life. Yeah, or you can turn them all into questions, right? Like, am I loved? Do I matter? Um, Am I disposable? Uh, am I defined by my past? I mean, these are these things and things like this, right? These are the the visceral cries of the human heart that we don't articulate to people usually in you know cocktail parties, but these are the ones that keep us up in the middle of the night. And and as you described, right? I mean, it's it's that great way of understanding Paraclete, the one who answers, answers the, cry. the cry. The Spirit is the one who answers these cries, Amen. right? And Amen. it's not because you found the right formula, or you stumbled upon the right novena, or you've got you know the right precise words in the right order to say them. It's because God loves to do this. He wants to give a resounding yes to the question, "Am I loved?" And, and that's not like me sitting there going, okay, I need to know and to believe right now that I'm loved. No, no, no. It's it, The Spirit has a way, if we ask him, to help us to know, like we've never known before, not as just a, an, another piece of data or an information point, that this is true. These aren't just words on a page that I really am loved, that God really is my father, that I'm his beloved son or daughter, right? Yeah, you know, Father John, I'm thinking of like, you were just talking about like intellectual knowledge, like, you know, the um, the the head knowledge that we have, that, what, that which we give intellectual assent to, and then the place in the heart where we really need to know this. And it's the Holy Spirit who navigates that transfer, 
what we know in our minds to go all the way down into our hearts. And that's a journey. And, and sometimes it's not, not every, we, we don't understand everything at one point, but we can start to take little pieces of our lives and say, Spirit of the living God, that's my cry. This right now in this moment is my cry. Mm. Yeah, and even as you're saying that, I'm thinking of, I think it's Jeff Cavins that uh, we heard at the parish one time talking about. He was describing what Catholics look like. If you could, if you could draw a stick figure of a Catholic, mm-hmm. most Catholics have like really huge heads, <laughs> right? Because we've got so much knowledge. Got so much stuff the up faith, there. Right? Yeah. But we have like really small hearts. Gosh, that's to your so point, true. it's just like yeah. it's here. It's all just in my mind. It's in my intellect, but I don't know it. I, I don't not. I don't know it in the scriptural sense, right? We use in English the word to know, uh, as if it means, yeah, I understand that now. But knowledge in terms of scripture is relational. It's right? more Adam intimate. knew Eve, and much more intimate. Came. It's pretty right. intimate knowledge, right? right? And and God knows me, and I'm made to know. Him, not just to know about him, right? Right. And so in, the the title of the episode is I Can't, You Can, Please Do. Why? Because uh, I remember having a conversation with a priest friend of mine years ago, and I think I was sharing with a bunch of young priests at the time, just my own life as a priest, my own struggles and, um, you know, things that I was pleased with, but things that I was challenged by too. And he came up afterwards and he said, you know, he, he and I have known each other for years. He just said, you know, really want to thank Father John for what he just shared. and Maybe this is for him more than it is for you guys. But And then he just looked at me and he says, this is my favorite prayer, John. He says, I pray over and over again to God. Lord, I can't, but you can. So please do. You and know. he just went through this litany of things like, Lord, I don't, I don't want to be merciful right now. Right. But you can. But you can. So please do. I don't want to be chased right now, but you can. I don't want to be kind so right do. now. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to Whatever take the that first is. step again. But you can, so please do. It was just this beautiful, like, oh, it's like that easy? And it is, and yet it's also so hard because it means you have to surrender. It means we have to ask. Yeah. You, you know, Father John, um, over the years, um, I have, so I have a favorite Bible. Um, we're, 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 that is probably my favorite one where I keep a lot of uh, my favorite things in it. And inside the front cover of my Bible I wrote that very line that you shared many years ago, and it's written in bold letters, I can't, you can, please do. And I found that to be one of the most helpful things in my life that I thought, I I never want to forget this. And it does bring you to this place. So what it does, it kind of like, it brings you to this place of peace, like I don't have to do this, but I want you to do it. I give you permission to do this on my behalf. Right. Yeah, right. so there is there is some role for me to play. That's right. The role for That's me right. to play is again to quote uh, Father Francis Martin is you know like you, you put a you stick your fingers up at a at a little child and what do they do kind of reflexively? I mean they put their hands up, right? That's right. Which means what? It means I surrender. I give up. That's all I got to do. That's right. Just surrender and then let God do the rest. So so there's a couple maybe practical suggestions we can offer people this week, maybe uh, all flowing from uh, that passage back in Romans 8.15, right? Right. You know, um, maybe something that we can do is um, just spend some time in prayer and take just like one area of your life. You know, we all have a bunch of places where we're stuck, but take maybe one area in your life where you're stuck, where you're fearful, where you have this sense of paralysis, where you have what your current struggle is, and just surrender that peace 
to the Lord Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that's flowing from that, uh, the exhortation from Paul, right? That you didn't receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, right? Yeah, that was a passage that I prayed with a set of years ago. And I remember um, sitting with that passage saying, okay, this is where I'm struggling now. And it was a deep struggle. And um, that's all I could take to him. What if you don't have any fears? Well, then you're not human. (laughs) I think that's spot on. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that, I don't have anything to do with that passage. Yeah, that uh, we, we all have, I mean, like the challenge is probably going to be uh, just one, you know, but there are so many, so many people right now are so crippled with fear, right? Fear of, you know, am I going to get COVID? Am I going to, if I'm, am I going to die? Is, are, are my children going to come back to the church? Uh, is the country ever going to become, you know, what I had once hoped right. it was going to be? Is, is the church ever going to get her act together? You know, a myriad of whatever, things, right? right. I mean, we're so bound by fear. And then the deeper fears are much more intimate and personal right. in our own lives too. I love that. That's a great, uh, mm-hmm. a great suggestion. And then maybe just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, encourage people, Maybe it's one day this week. Maybe it's every day this week. Just linger over this passage, Romans 8, 15. Let's hear it again. Paul says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is the Spirit himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And, and the encouragement might be very practically just to, you know, most of us scan everything we read, unfortunately, because we're so accustomed to looking at screens. Digitally, yeah. right. And we can do that with scripture. Like scripture's not supposed to be scanned. <laughs> scripture's supposed to be lingered over. That's right. I can do that all the time. You know, it's supposed to be, you know, the, the image for reading the word of God is, I, I say this when I, uh, sit down with a scripture in the morning. It's like, Lord, help me to remember I'm like at the best restaurant in town. Oh, I love that. And I've got a great meal that is on my plate. I love that. Just savor every bite, right? You don't wolf down uh, a filet mignon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> so just linger over this passage. And as we're doing so, just say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need to know. These aren't just words. I need to know the realities behind the words. I need to know that God is my father, that he's a good father. I need to know that I'm his son or his daughter. I need to know that regardless of what I've done or I haven't done, that he loves me and that somehow, unfathomably, he's well-pleased with me. That when he sees me, he sees his son in me. And he's delighted. And he's delighted. Despite yeah. all the things I still got to work on. That's right. Right? And That's if that happens this week, whoo. Then we're ready for whatever the Lord wants to throw our way, right? We're ready. For that. That That's liberating. That's, That's liberating. freedom. So here's to freedom. May it be a blessed week for all of us. Let's make the most of the time that we have uh, in our own prayer and uh lingering over the word of God to let God do what he longs to do in every one of us. And because it's him who desires to do this the most, well, then don't be afraid. God is with you and you were born for this. 